Good evening, church. It's been a joyous day. Baptism. God is good. God allow people to live up to a certain age and you know, you just never know what God has in the midst. Just never know what a heart of a person may be. We may tend to believe that they're not listening or what. They don't care, but we just need to stay in our lane and just keep sowing the seed. Keep loving. Keep being an example. And God is going to do his part. It is so wonderful. My heart rejoices. My heart rejoices. Man, man, man. Wonderful brother. Able to put Christ on in baptism. Man. And I want to uh, thank Brother Bobby and other brothers and all who played a role. Brother Gary, uh, especially want to thank you. And I told Brother Vexamar, greatly appreciate him. Yeah. And uh, pitching in. And I want to I wanna say this. And not that he asked me to say anything, but I believe in giving people the flowers while they live. Many Sunday mornings, many Sunday mornings, almost every Sunday morning, you know, Brother Bobby get up early and he'd go over and help Brother Gene get dressed. He helped him to get dressed. Yeah. You know, help get him out of bed and get him over to a wheelchair and help him to get dressed and all of this stuff. And that's why sometimes, don't mistake in me or being mean-spirited or upset, but folks, there's plenty to do. Man. And there are a number of things that go on around us that, you know what? you probably never know if we didn't say anything about it. Amen. And I said again, Bobby didn't ask me to mention this. But I believe a person should get their flowers Amen. while they live. Amen. I know God is going to reward far better than what we'll ever be able to do. That's right. But Bobby, I just want to say thank you. Man. George, I want to say thank you to you for being understanding. Man. Because believe it or not, sometimes wives turn out to be husband's worst enemies yes. when it comes to serving and doing work in the church. That's right. Why come somebody else can't do it? Why you always got to do it? And as if you forget, this is for the Lord. Man. That ain't even my lesson. I don't know. I better stop and take a detour. Uh, allow me to direct your attention over to Matthew chapter 27. I'm going to do a little reading over there and we'll go into our lesson. Matthew chapter 27, beginning at verse 45. Now from the sixth hour there was darkness all over the land until the ninth hour. And about the ninth hour, Jesus cried with a loud voice, mm -hmm. saying, Elah, Elah, lama sabachthani. That is to say, my God, 
my God, why has thou forsaken me? Some of them that stood near, when they heard that, said, this man calleth for Elias. And straightway, one of them ran and took a sponge and filled it with vinegar and put it on a reed and gave him to drink. The rest said, let be, let us see whether Elias will come to save him. Jesus, when he had cried again with a loud voice, yielded up the ghost. And before, I'm sorry, and behold, the veil of the temple was rent in twain from the top to the bottom. And the earth did quake. And the rocks rent. And the earth did quake. And no rocks rent. Yeah. Yeah. This morning, during our lesson, we were talking about how far will you go? And one thing in particular we mentioned was about sin. Yeah. Jesus is serious about the effects of sin. Yeah. Even though many of us may not look upon sin as being as terrible, as dangerous, as destructive as we should, Jesus is serious about the effects of sin. Yeah. And the question is asked, are we? I want to just briefly just make a simple point. Made it this morning, I want to reemphasize and make it again. Jesus is very serious about sin. Amen. When a father gives up his best, his only begotten son, yeah. when a father shows a love that goes beyond what we can ever imagine. And he gives him up so that he can take upon him the form of a man in the flesh and come down to this earth and dwell among people who in the latter part show their appreciation by hanging him on a tree. Yeah. And not only just hanging him on the tree, but to bear witness of seeing and hearing his only begotten son cry out to him. And hearing him cry out in a loud voice, knowing I can't come to you because of the weight of what you're bearing. Yeah. I hear you, but I can't come to you. Imagine your child crying in the middle of the night. Right. Right. Imagine your child crying in the middle of the night. Just crying. Just crying. Just crying. And you keep hearing this. And you get ready to go to the room 
what a child is and someone come and say, no, you can't go. What do you mean I can't go? That's my child. No, you can't go. But my child is crying. Don't you hear? I can tell by the tone and the sound. My child is hurting. My child is in pain. My child needs me. No, you can't go. How much would that tear you up? All right. How much would that rip you apart knowing you hear this? You know that child is over there not able to do anything for himself. And here Jesus hung there. And he cried out to his father. You said, well, Brother May, he had the power. He could have come down. Absolutely. He could have. Amen. But if he had done so, where would that have left us? All right. Where would that have left him in his relationship with his father? Yeah. To whom he came to this earth to please. Yeah. And in pleasing his father, he knew he had to go through it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Jesus is serious about the effects of sin. Mm -hmm. And I believe we need to stop and consider something very serious in our day-to-day -day living. He came down from heaven to die. Yeah. He left where we desire to go. Think about that for a moment. He left where we one day desire to go. Mm -hmm. He gave it up for you, for me. What are you willing to give up for him? All right. What is so, what, 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 what has such a strain on you? And you know, we, we always bring up about the money. Mm -hmm. and, and it's a reason why we constantly have to talk about money because you know what? Money, money is one of those things that's just gonna send people to hell. Man. But when it's all said and done, and you come to realize in the judgment, it all belongs to God. Yeah. So I live the life only to be judged and condemned to eternal damnation over something that truly didn't belong to me in the first place. Amen. Jesus is serious about the effects of sin. And there are some things we need to pluck out. We need to cut loose. Yeah. So that we can truly come to know and understand the true love that God truly has for you and for me. You say, oh, I know God is love. You say it in words. But do you really know about the love of God? How do you really know about the love of God if you won't surrender your all to him to allow him to carry you along the way? Man. See, you talk in good words that you know of. But see, when have you really and honestly depended upon him? Do you really 
know the love of God. No, you don't really know the love of God. It's like we say with people, you really want to know who your real friends are? Get down. Get down. Let something happen to you in your life. Then you know who your real friends are. See, long as things going well, it ain't costing nobody anything. People say, oh yeah, we're good, we're good, we're good. Get sick. Have a need, Sister Cordelia, somebody come change the sheet that you're laying on, that you saw. Need somebody, get in need, and you have a need, somebody come feed you. Right. Folks will say, oh, I'll bring you some food, but that's fine and well and good, but you know what? I need somebody to feed me, too. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm running. I'm busy. But see, we talk a good game about we know the love of God. Do you really? Hmm. See, I'm of the belief you, you don't truly know the love of God until he carries you through something. Man. That's when you know yeah. That's when you really know that true love of God. And it's sad to say, many of us don't really know the true love of God because every time we're confronted with a situation, we bail out and we take matters into our own hands because our faith isn't strong enough to believe in God and know he will carry me through it. That was a poem written years ago, author unknown, and it, it basically talked about how this person got frustrated with God and said, every time I needed you, it seemed like you disappeared. It was called footprints. And to make a long story short, God responded and said, look, when, when life was going well, you saw two sets of footprints. But the person got frustrated and said, because when trouble came into my life, I only saw one set. And I was having, having to make it myself. God said, no. When you were having difficult times, the one set of footprints was mine. And I was carrying you. That's when you truly come to know God. When you trust him enough that even when you don't know how you're gonna get out of this situation, but he's a way maker and he never fails at anything, Man. that's when you come to know how God truly loves you. Man. John 3.16 said, for God so. That's that, that small word, so. So, isn't it amazing that's stuck in there, for God so. It doesn't say, God loved the world. No, no. For God so loved the world. He gave. He gave. He gave. Isn't it amazing when we read about God's love and all that he's doing for us and what he's done for us, it always involves giving. And when it comes to us demonstrating our love for one another and to show God, we're always asking. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing, isn't it? That's because we haven't come to the point to truly understand what God's love really is about. Amen. 
And if we don't turn away from our sinful ways of being so self-centered, so dependent upon ourselves, not denying ourselves, thinking we always got a way to work things out. Folks, it's not about us. Man, man. We serve a God who's so loving, he wants to work it out for us. Yeah. Matter of fact, he already has it worked out. He don't need our help in thinking about anything. It's already worked out. Jesus said in John 14, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Yeah. Well, if Jesus is the way, why do you seek another way? If Jesus is the truth, what else are you looking for to confirm? If Jesus is the life, what other life are you looking to live? We need Jesus. Because he's the answer to all of our concerns. He's the answer to all of our life's problems. We sit here today question, we wonder, we, we, we become worried over things that our Father commands us not to be concerned about. And if I truly understood His love, I would, I would walk by faith. And when everybody else around me is troubled and, 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 and in fear, you know what? I have peace yeah. that passeth all of the same. Yes. Because there's nothing too hard for God. Man. He came down from heaven to die. Not for the weather or to give us investment advice, but for our sins. Mm -hmm. yeah. Man. For our sins. Yeah. What is sin? Sin is lawlessness. Sin. The wages of sin is death. Yeah. So in other words, I'm, I'm, I'm rebellious, I have no regards for the law, and I'm on death row uh -huh. by my conduct. Yeah. But because God so loved the world, he said, I'm going to commute, I'm going to take everybody off death row if they so choose to accept my son. Man. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine the relief of someone being taken off death row? Mm -hmm. you, you, you ever, maybe, maybe you've never known anybody on death row. You know, when you're on death row, all you're thinking about every day is <laughs> not just from growing old, they're going to put me to death. I had the experience of witnessing something. Craziest thing I ever seen in my life. A person was to be executed. And they went into cardiac arrest. <laughs> we had to get the person to the hospital, get them to the ER to resuscitate them. <laughs> So that the state can say, we killed them. Now imagine, imagine being on death row. You can fall sick. Oh, no, no, no. You're going to get the best hospital 
care. Because we're not going to let you die like that. We have a kid. Is that crazy? No crazier than us when we refuse to acknowledge how offensive sin is. Because all we, all we do when we don't acknowledge the effects of sin and what it does in our relationship, the Bible says we crucify him afresh all over again. Yeah. You ever thought about that? Mm -hmm. You talk about how wicked, how cruel those men were who crucified. Uh, what? Maybe some of us. And the sad thing is, why should he have to go through it again? Yeah. I'm just challenging you this evening. As the lesson said this morning, there are some people we need to cut loose. Are we willing to pluck ourselves away from seedy and sinful places? Are we willing to stay away from those situations that cause us to stumble? Are we willing to cut off people who are bad influences? The Bible says evil communications Amen. corrupt the morals. But if you're going to choose bad influence over the love that God has extended, you have a free will. But just remember, there are consequences Amen. to every decision you make. Amen. There are consequences. Some people figure, I'll have time to repent. i have time to get it right. You know what? Sometimes it works in such a way your mind fails you and you don't even have enough mind to know who you are. Yeah. Right. You said, well, surely God will have mercy on them. No, it just depends on what you were doing before that went on. That's right. That's right. Don't play God for some chump. He knows the heart. You don't always have to die. That's right. Sometimes your mind can just fail you. And just because you feel bad for somebody doesn't justify them in righteousness in God's sight. Amen. We just need to be mindful, folks. Yeah. While, we, while we can do good, while we can live right, we need to do good and live right. Amen. And God is going to be righteous in doing what he's supposed to do. Is that all right? Amen. Amen. Let us encourage one another. Let us stop playing games about sin. Somebody's in sin. I'm not saying go attack them and beat them down, but make it, bring it to their attention. Look, you're my brother, you're my sister in Christ. You know what? You, you can't go to heaven like that. Right. We, we become so concerned about, well, what if they say this or what if they do that? You know what? What if they come back and thank you for pointing that out? Yeah. Bible says love 
conquers all things and it covers a multitude of what? Sin. Sin. Isn't that what we want to be about? Huh? Isn't that what we want to be about? Love. True love, though, folks. Yeah. True love. Not this fake love. True love. I'm talking about that love that took Jesus to the cross. That's love, folks. That's love. And we're called to be like him. So we'll go the extra. We'll go beyond what we ever imagined because if it's going to glorify God, there's nothing I'm going to lose on this time side of life that won't be worth heaven. Amen. So I encourage you. Let's strive on. Let's do better. And even folks who don't love themselves, you know what? Let's reach out and try to love them even more. Because love conquers all things. Amen. Is that all right? It's all right. I'm done. Make the change. God has done his part. I'm just begging and pleading and asking you, as well as I'm talking to myself, let's do better. Amen. Let's do better. The condition of our society is not getting <coughs> together. There are going to be people coming up through here, and they're looking for love. They're looking for compassion. Mm -hmm. And I say again, as I always say, when they walk through those doors, if the love of God don't greet them and embrace them, we fail. Mm -hmm. We fail. <clears throat> Let's make sure we don't fail. Because mm -hmm. God has loved us more than we'll ever be able to pay back. Anybody here feel you, you've lived up to your, your contract that, hey, you're evil with God? Mm -hmm. Huh? You've done enough? Mm -hmm. Anybody feel they've done enough good and uh, they got enough righteousness that, hey, I'm, I'm evil with God, so I don't have to worry about loving the way other folks need to live. Right, raise your hand if you, you feel you're at that point. So I can show everybody what a real liar look like. Right now. <laughs> who have deceived themselves. Folks, we live on a debt we'll never be able to pay. Amen. And because of God's abundant love. And then, not just talking about love, we're talking about grace. We're talking about mercy. Yeah. Man, look at all of these things here thrown in there. And we utilize every day. I think it's only fair and right for us to love more. Because he first loved us. Can the church say amen? amen. What's our song here? 241. 241. Imagine, folks. There he is, hanging. He cries out in a loud, loud voice. And God the Father turns away. Why? Because he bore your sin. And mine. Man, is nothing like being abandoned. Nothing like being abandoned. But God has to do it. Yeah. We 
because he bore it all that I might be. Amen. Let us together stand and let us sing.